Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, fully modded. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ann? How are you? All right, I'm feeling episode 232 today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling... Did I say 232? Nope. What did I say? You didn't say anything. That's why oh, I said it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at that. I just... I, I immediately... I'm... I'm modded. See, they, they changed yeah, my profile. Say, you, you modded yourself, and uh, might, I, might I suggest updating that ROM? <laughs> That's, that, it's not fault, booting up. No, there's something faulty in your ROM. Absolutely. Uh, yes, 232, as Anthony graciously pointed out. Um, and um, <laughs> right off the bat, though, we want to thank, first of all, from last week, probably one of the better episodes we had, one of the most uh, reactions we had to an episode, uh, short of the virtual boy being destroyed. Um, Jack, My favorite. Jack was on last week talking about mods and emulations, and we definitely want to thank Jack for last week. Yeah, very, uh, well, you know, very informative, uh, very educational for both of us. Yeah. Um, and just, just all around really cool. Like, yeah, so, uh, you know, thank you, Jack. Thank you, thank you. It, you know, it really, you know, I've been looking into that. Like, I just peek at it with mods, like watching some how mm -hmm. some of these people just changing some of these old systems and everything. And yeah, granted, I'm not a modder, not in the sense of I don't agree with it. Just I can't, I don't have the space or the time or the money to put it. Well, I probably have the money to put into it. Um, well, I didn't have the money to buy everything I bought, but I could have reallocated allocate, it. But in any yeah. event, um, you know, looking into it even more after what he went through. Yeah, it's a whole new world mm -hmm. to deep dive and maybe down the road. Maybe may, maybe down the road um, or just, you know, find somebody who knows what they're doing and you just have them oh, do it. I have no problem sending him money or a couple other people that, that I know who mod. <laughs> just exactly. And be like, change this for me. Yeah. But, you know, but I think just think in general, it's a good way um, just to, you know, follow up on it from last week. Also, just a good way to keep your you know, your retro consoles working, you know, like just if you want something that basic where it's like, you know what, I love my NES and I want my NES to continue on, you know, continue working. It's like it's, there, there are people who can actually mod it for you so that it does keep working. And I think that's great. And not only modding, but like, like he said, we kind of pointed out, like you have to treat these systems like an old car, you know, like a 76 yeah. Studebaker, you know, you got to keep tinkering on it just to make sure the gears are working. Yeah, exactly. So I think, um, yeah, I thought it was really cool to talk about that last week. So uh, yeah, fun topic. Yeah, so very cool. And uh, some great feedback as well. I, I honestly was expecting everyone or a majority of the people be like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Here's what I have to say. But uh, the, the internet shocked me for the first time in a long time that uh, there was actually a lot of compliments and agreement. Well, because I think most of them are waiting for you to come around to it. And now that they see the opportunity, they're like, yes, finally, Larry. Well, also from personal experience on my own page, uh, <laughs> I'm only used to, to just the pure darkness that is the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah, there, 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 there is still a little light there. <laughs> and nobody calls it the World Wide Web. Anymore. Exactly. That's why I did that. So, uh, but Jack, thank you again for joining us last week. And we're more than happy to have you back on down the road. Absolutely. Um, we actually meant to do some more last week with Jack um, as far as just some regular topics, but we just we kept going and uh, we went too long. So we got a lot of carryover to this week, um, mm -hmm. which I think is going to be fun uh, talking about some stuff here, uh, including the results uh, of the video game Hall of Fame. But um, first of all, and um, I, I'll, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but um, I do want to point out uh did you pick up? It's not your first Turbo Graphics game, right? No, 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 no. It's not. Um, I have. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know why I thought it was. I have several. Well, that's it might true. be my. It might be my first American Turbo Graphics that's true. game. That's true. Um, but I picked up a lot when I was in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No. Uh, so and that game. It's called Hit the Ice, and yes. um, I, I I played it a little bit uh, at game on and you're gonna love that game so uh um, well, of course i am it's hockey <laughs> why do you think i wanted it hard hitting um all right so let's get right into it let's talk about some stuff here we're gonna have some news we got an anniversary but let's start off with the and i've been doing this a lot because i just did it mm -hmm. yesterday on the better half announcing a winner of a contest um we have oh, did here, your did your march babeness finally happen yes it did and for those who voted uh gina carano beat laney fenny uh, just by one vote. So wow! Congratulations, so, Gina. So Carano. it was like three to two. 
No, we actually no. It was like thirteen I'm, to twelve. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. Trust me, I was expecting low numbers. <laughs> uh, only because it's us, uh, me and Frank. But mm. uh, no, I ended up uh, doing pretty well. Of course, um, we, you know, if Lainey would have won, I could have had her on the show. But as I don't think Gina's coming on. But in any event, no. This time around, have, though, have Lainey on the show and ask her what it feels like to be the runner-up. Oh, absolutely not. She was very <laughs> humble to know she was in the finals. Um, so um, we have here the uh, results, the finalists of the 2021 video game Hall of Fame. Well, not the finalists, the inductees. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess you would call them inductees. Well, you would yeah. call them inductees. And it's weird, too, because... It felt very quick this year because last year mm. took forever because obviously everything that was going on. Yes. So when I saw that they announced the winners and we only talked about the the, the nominees what, only a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So it felt very weird. But I guess timing is somewhat back to normal. Yay. Yay for timing. So we have four inductees into the Hall of Fame this year. And here they are. And we already talked about them last week. So we're just going to go through it. And, again, I just want to see Anson. Uh, reactions first of all um mm -hmm. from the nintendo gamecube animal crossing is in well i mean i it makes sense from a you know in a timely perspective considering how the new animal crossing is doing so well so um yeah I, to me it just made total sense that mm -hmm. uh, animal crossing would get in um, and a game I've never played either. Yeah, it was it was a fun. It's interesting, you know. It's it is what it is. It's a simula. It's like a life simulation kind of sort of. Well, it's it's The Sims, but yeah, like a Nintendo version of it. You know, <laughs> it's so it's cuter. Cute. It's cuter, right? Exactly. <laughs> and everybody I know who has a Switch, like, I think almost everybody I know just talks about, oh my god, I just love Animal Crossing, and I'm like, I I don't want to get sucked into it. I think we're the only two that don't have Animal Crossing New Horizon. Well, yeah, because, again, I don't want to get sucked into it because then it becomes one of those games where it's like, ooh, it's my responsibility yes. to play. Yes. And, and we all know, well, we all know your experience with responsibility with your Tamagotchis. Uh, so. It died because it pooped too much. <laughs> yeah, what am I supposed to do? You, you let your Tamagotchi poop itself to death. So. <laughs> it did. It basically did. I wish I knew where that thing was. I'm sure it's somewhere. I probably threw it out. Um, out of Blizzard, inducted 2021 StarCraft. Wow, Star again another uh, one of, all the games we haven't played are getting nominated. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but StarCraft is a mon one of those monumental games where it's like it really set the pace for Blizzard. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I don't think Blizzard would necessarily be where they are today without StarCraft. It'd be tough. It'd be yeah. tough. Um, a game um, Anthony I think uh, enjoyed uh, playing uh, before, uh, and I think we called this the Susan Lucci of the set. But oh. finally, she's in. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, she finally made it, huh? <laughs> they, fa they finally found her to put her in. Oh, yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like she, Carmen Sandiego has been nominated for a while, I think. A, like, a few times, or, I think. Yeah, yeah, a few times now. So, um, and, and again, one of those games where it was like probably one of the first educational informational games that was enjoyable to play. Oh, totally. Not named Sesame Street. Um <laughs> Because you remember the Sesame Street games on the NES? I do. Actually, I think I have a couple of them. I actually have a couple of them, too, although I have, there's no reason why I should own them. Um, I, I remember more the Sesame Street games from, like, Atari. Oh, no, was it in television? It came with a big, giant blue controller. That's all I, uh, re I remember. No, see, I never had those. Yeah, I had um, that, I remember. And to be honest with you, when I was a kid, I didn't have the Sesame Street games either because I was already too old for those by the time they came out. It just happened to be in the years I've been collecting, they met, they found their way into my collection. <laughs> but um, getting back to Carmen Sandiego, I just remember, I remember playing Where in Time, not yes. Where in the World. So Where in Time was the one that I really had and enjoyed. But, you know, not only did it, not only was it just really fun to play, um, you learned stuff and... Uh, it came with an encyclopedia. It did. The what is this? The world. Let's look at it. The world. In, the world almanac. Uh, uh, Bordabon, who put the game out. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, you did get a, a, a nice, a nice thick uh, almanac, which of course every kid wants to read. Exactly. It, well, the only almanac I'm interested in is Gray Sports. So. <laughs> so make like a tree and leave. Um, and then no, the that's final. Correct. The final inductee. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, I mean, that was one where uh, that game has such a, um, such like a, what do we call it? Such a, like a, a, a rabid base to it. Um, 
so many fans of uh, Flight Simulator. And again, one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like Animal Crossing. It's like you're, you're, you're taking a piece of life and sticking it into a game and having other people experience it in a way where it's like, what's it like to fly a plane for real? Yes, 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 it is. Um, and, and of course, it's coming out on Xbox Series X. So yes, I can't even imagine what that's going to look like. Uh, I'm sure it's going to look like, well, see, it would be cool if like they were able to get the rights of like other video games. So it's like, you know, you're, you're driving over like Vice City from oh. Grand Theft Auto <laughs> and stuff like that, where it's like, no, pretty, but of course, it's going to be just realistic where it's like, all right, you're about to fly 13 hours to Tokyo. And it's like, you set it up before work and then you stop playing it when you you're done with yeah, work. You, you set it up <laughs> you set it up before work you take the plane up into the air you hit autopilot you go to work you but come they, back they, they got it autopilot but they got a release like remember like that game steel battalion that came out on on xbox yeah had that giant controller it was like mm -hmm. god it was huge they got to do like a cockpit style something not just a steering wheel not just a simple steering wheel you want the whole you want i the want the whole, whole thing you I want, want a whole flight. You want a flight panel. A stewardess. I want a co-pilot. All right. I want a baby crying. Everything's got to come no, in the great. package. It's like when you buy like the flight panel package, so it's like you're on your entire desk. It's like when you start to take, like when you take off, all of a sudden somebody like shows up at your door and it's like a flight attendant. They're like, <laughs> oh. Are we going to Tokyo? <laughs> They're just there with you. <laughs> uh, the, the gentleman in seat 14B uh, is not getting his proper meal. <laughs> exactly. You have to throw people off the plane. Oh, it'd be yeah, awesome. It'd, yeah, it'd be great, sir. <laughs> you, vi you violated our code. Please leave the plane. Here's your parachute. <laughs> Before the plane, you were in the uh, lounge bar. Game over. <laughs> exactly. So, um, that, so yes. yes, now that's the, that's the flight simulator I want. I want the one where I'm the captain in the lounge and I just miss the flight because <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> oh my God. That would, that is the true simulation folks. Exactly. I am the captain now. I am the captain now. <laughs> what? So congratulations. Where in the world is common San Diego, animal crossing, Starcraft and Microsoft flight simulation. All flight simulator. Yeah. Whatever. Um, all well-deserved. All well-deserved. Congratulations. Yes, and so. um, entering a hallowed hole of the Hall of Fame. Hopefully so I'm one curious. Day to, yeah, I was going to say, what's the one now? What's the holdout? The one that's been uh, nominated for a while? I is don't it, know. Is it Tron? Um, no, I think Tron was fairly new uh, this mm -hmm. year. Uh, I feel like I might have seen, like, pole position on there a couple of times, maybe. I feel like uh, the Mattel yep. handheld football game. Oh yeah, a yeah. Times. That would so. be. I, w I would expect that to get in eventually. I would think. We'll see what happens. Just a matter of time. <laughs> so, uh, all right, excellent, excellent. Now, and I hate to say it, but I'm actually kind of going to mention this thing, but it's it, it's probably you're probably going to get triggered a little bit, and I apologize. Oh, uh, uh, okay. See, you'll see you'll why just, in a moment. I'll just take it out on you. <laughs> that's what I always do. So I finally got um, Kickstarter. Uh, another Kickstarter came in. And Is it your Polymega? Oh, wait. <laughs> that wasn't a Kickstarter. That was straight from Polymega. I know, whatever. <laughs> this one, though, is for a system, actually, because I thought I was going to have the Polymega already. Mm -hmm. um, it's a game I picked up on the TurboGrafx CD. Ooh. And as of right now, it's probably going to be my only TurboGrafx CD game. Uh, because so you can't play it. Not only that, but they do get a little pricey sometimes, the games themselves. Mm -hmm. It is a game called Gym Power in Mutant Planet. Very cool. Right? Very awesome. TurboGrafx CD, Pico Interactive. Oh, very nice. Very great artwork. Yeah, the artwork's really cool. Oh, there we go. It zooms in a little bit. Um, you know, when this Kickstarter went, you know, I could have gotten this. They had, any, they had literally almost every system, including the Omega, Amiga CD32. Mm -hmm. uh, which is very interesting. The artwork on the CD itself, very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very crisp. <laughs> so this is the part that's going to bug you in. So I went to put it on the shelf, right? Oh, no. So I go to put it on the shelf, right? You know, lay it like that. Yeah. Lay it sideways. The word no. is upside down. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> so, now, no. the wording is fine on this side, but you don't... You don't, no. you always got to put it spine out. Yeah, no, send it back. <laughs> send, no, send it back. 
when I put it on my shelf, I'm like, why does something look wrong? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I mean, I, I no. guess I can, actually no. I can't. I can't even take it out and reverse it because it screws uh, up the thing. Yeah, no. Um, that 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 is a uh, that is a production error. Get it fixed. <laughs> it's a Kickstarter. I don't know if they do returns. You need to talk to them about it. You'd be like, uh, the label is upside down. It drives me nuts, and I got to put it face down. No, oh, amongst all the no, you no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, because then the disc is upside down too, and you can't, you can't. I don't know how you'll be able to sleep at night knowing <laughs> that there's a that your your game is upside down on your. No, no. the problem is you're not going to sleep now. <laughs> Because of this. No, I'm going to sleep just fine because it's not on my shelf. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear like 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna, you know what you're going to hear at 2 o'clock in the morning? Me bursting into your house and fixing it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to have an interesting place now in, in my catalog. In hell. <laughs> See, now, if there, was a, if there was anything to justify, if there was any way to justify throwing out something, this would be it. Aw. I waited a long time to get this. Yeah, that's okay. They it up. Ooh. Oh, there you go. All right. We're going to timestamp that one, folks. <laughs> what time was that? <laughs> I don't actually know what. I forgot to hit the timer. So, uh, oh, all right. So, we're just going to I'm roll. in rare form this morning. This is good. Oh, man. No, no, I like no, no. It. You, well, you said it was going to trigger me. So, there it, you go. There's my trigger. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Ant's been drinking. I might have to take a hit off of off of this. I have on my table. The, I just got Brasso in the mail. Oh, nice. Uh, you don't want to know what I'm drinking. <laughs> Rhymes with Plano. <laughs> um, on a side note, folks, Brasso, uh, if, if you're a retro collector, this is a must-have in your household. The, the work that it does to clean up these uh, video games is phenomenal. Well, the pins, right? Oh, no, totally the pins. I had a... Um, it was one of the Japanese games. I forgot which one I was going to play. I just popped in a Japanese game to try it out on my analog mm-hmm. NT Mini. Um, and it wasn't running properly. That's gonna bug me now. What game it was? And anyway, uh, you know, it was uh, just it was glitching and everything. So I got my brasso. You get a couple Q-tips, just dip it right in, put some elbow grease in there, and I mean that white cotton tip on the Q-tip just turned pitch black. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how much gunk just came off. Uh, but then when I put the game back into the system, it was running like brand spanking new. Awesome. Oh, it was I, this. Yeah, I, I do have Brasso in the house as well because right, you would recommend it. Yeah. So this is this is a must. Very cool. With your game systems. Jack didn't mention that last week. <laughs> he did not. Uh, well, oh, there was something. Um, oh, game wise. I got to mention this as well. Um, with. Nintendo has been has been pretty good with re- re-releasing a lot of system uh, a lot of games. Yes. Um, and Jack even mentioned it last week because he was like, you know, fine, you can get the emulators with these games that are out of print, but if they do a re-release, you know, go and buy the re-release. You know, just, yeah. look, they're there for a reason to make mm-hmm. money. And I want to mention not just on Nintendo, I, it caught my eye because it's coming out on Nintendo. I was going through the coming soon list. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure uh, they're going to come out for like Xbox and PlayStation. And and I remember you talking about this game because you always raved about it. I never played it, but from uh, Lucas Arts, uh, they are releasing two games: Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Zombies Ate My Neighbor, and their sequel, Ghoul Patrol. Yes, um, and. If you've never played a LucasArts game, you're really missing out because they have some incredible, incredible games. Um, Grim Fandango. Yes, that was another one. Which I, I, which I played and finished right? last year. Yeah, yeah, they remastered that. So, nope. um, yeah, so finished that last year. And um, what other ones? Oh, um, Maniac Mansion uh, and the sequel, Day of the Tentacle. That. Yeah, that was LucasArts. Yes. Um, just great. Really, like, what... what what they're really good at is making, they made really quirky, interesting games that you wouldn't necessarily think would be fun mm-hmm. that were great. So, and those are just a, you know, the ones I just mentioned, just a few. And of course, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Um, that game was just like nonstop enjoyment for me. Like I absolutely loved that game. I had it on Super Nintendo. I still have it on Super Nintendo, actually. It's in my collection. Um, 
But the coolest part about that game is it's an it's arcade style. Um, okay. Because I do believe it was released in the arcade at some point. I'm not. You can check me on that. Possible. Um, but I could have sworn it was. Um, and I just remember playing it all the time, especially because two player mode was so much fun. Because you got to run around on the board, um, you know, together or separately. I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, would do like a split screen type thing? Yeah, I think it would. Oh, okay. I think if you, I think if you separated enough, it would hit a split screen. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just super fun, just super fun. And again, um, it's a game I've never completed because it had a hundred levels, I believe. Did it really? I think it had a hundred levels, if I'm not Oof. mistaken. Um, and I could never get, I could never get that far, obviously, because I would always die. Stupid big baby, <laughs> big baby would kill me a lot. Yes, um, I saw the big baby. <laughs> the level, the, yeah, because you've never played it. And, and again, it's one of those games where it's like when you jump into it, it plays like a movie almost. Okay. It's like, you know, you get like a drop down screen. It says level one. And then it gives you the title of the level like you're in a horror movie. Ooh. And then it drops you in and the object is to save save the, save the pe- save people before they get killed by the monsters. Makes sense. So, yeah, just all all in all fun. Uh, the weapons in it were very original. So like you had a you had a you had like a squirt gun <laughs> that would kill people, but then you had like random things like uh, a six pack of soda that would blow up, or <laughs> um, you would throw popsicles at hmm. uh, enemies and things. Like that. And then of course the rocket launcher because that just fit in with the rest. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, just like really like cool, innovative stuff, like things you wouldn't think of, like totally random stuff. The lead, the lead guy in the game was wearing 3D glasses yes. the whole time, yes. which was really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, it's just that type of game where you can sit down, you can kind of just laugh and enjoy it. And it was also one of those ones where it's like, I'm sure it would have been cool to beat, but it was just fun to play. So it's like, even if you didn't beat it, like, mm-hmm. like I used to play it over and over again. It wasn't just because I wanted to beat it. It's just because I had so much fun playing the game. Um, and the levels are quick, you know, you can get through a level in like a minute or two. Um, it's not anything like you have to go through this big, you know, hour long adventure per mm-hmm. level. So, um, but yeah. And then of course they ripped off, like, you know, not ripped off, but like, you know, they used all different kinds of movie settings. So it's like, you know, horror in a shopping mall or the whole <laughs> idea of like a 50 foot baby, you know, yeah. like, you know, attacking the 50 foot woman. So they mm-hmm. kind of like, they kind of pulled from like, you know, horror movie history, to just make this really cool, fun game. And even though it was like cartoony, uh, cartoonish in, in the graphics and everything like that, it, it's just so enjoyable. And and Larry, you really need to play it. I, I plan on it. Uh, it is being re-released uh, June 29th, 2021. Uh, Lucasfilm classic games, Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol, which was the sequel. You ever played Ghoul Patrol? I never played Ghoul no. Patrol, so I'm looking forward to playing it. And it's coming out on everything: Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. And so again, online support. I'm assuming so. Online multiplayer. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't see anything specifically, uh, but it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Well, I hope Let's so. Uh, of course, Zombies Ate My Neighbors was released on the Wii Virtual Console back in 2009, but this is going to be like a like just a straight up uh, re um, re release. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was out on Genesis as well. That I did not realize. Yes, it was out on both systems. I had the Super Nintendo one. Yes, and I think I don't know if they're doing like like when when they re when they did the Aladdin Lion King twofer. Yes, like they included they kind of included both like Super Nintendo and Genesis versions. Yep. So I don't know if they're going to do that here. Like I'm not sure what the what the options are going to be. It's me. But nevertheless, uh, like Anthony was saying, it's a straight up game. I've seen it played again. I've never played it. So I'm looking really forward to it. It came out in North America, September of 1993 um, on Super Nintendo a couple months later on Genesis and uh, be on the lookout for it June 29th. So that's going to that's going to be a fun one. And I feel like I think LucasArts is really trying to get into kind of the re-release. I think they know their catalog and Mm -hmm. they might be just trying to, to get them get them out. Yeah, exactly. Look. Um, retro releases are in, and I'm sorry, I'm looking off camera. I'm trying to see if there was an arcade version. I think I mean, it doesn't, about it. it doesn't look, it I'm not seeing one noted. Yeah, I could have sworn that there was, but uh, I believe I am incorrect. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just that type of thing. Everybody's trying to take advantage of, um, you know, retro since retro's in now, mm-hmm. and 
why not release all of these cool games that people used to love to play? So this is no surprise. Again, to your point, like it's already been re-released on a virtual console before. So to me, it's just a no-brainer. Ghoul Patrol is what I'm really looking forward to since I haven't played that. So Yeah, right. That's also fun stuff. A lot of times when these re-releases come out, it's like, you know what? I didn't play it the original go around. Let's give mm -hmm. it a shot now. You know, there was supposed to be a movie based on Zombies Ain't My Neighbors? No. Yeah, there's supposed to something happen, fell through the works. And as far as, as movies do. As far as um as far as ratings are concerned, basically almost across the board, eights and nines out of tens. Mm -hmm. EGM, IGN. So Nintendo Power gave it three point eight out of five. Okay. So all right. So looking forward to that. Yeah, June 29th definitely got my eye on that. Cool. And there's actually on the Nintendo. I guess, and you can. I think you'd be happy when when you hear me say that. Um, making conscious, con, conscience, conscious effort in um, trying to save some money, even if it's a couple of bucks here what? and there. But at the same time, I'm going from physical to digital. So mm. there were a couple of games that I ordered from Strictly Limited Games, which is a wonderful website, unlike other garbage hack sites. You mean that, the one that you, you recently ordered a game from? Don't know what you're talking about. Please uh, include the audio. Which uh, con which uh, Castlevania collection did you buy? I did not get those. I already have the collection. Mm -hmm. Digital. Yeah, but you don't have the really cool physical one that they are offering. I've said it. They sometimes put out some interesting physical stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the thing you bought recently. But I didn't buy that. I bought a Game Boy game. The, exactly. Uh, the um, Strictly Limited uh, was re-release or releasing some Japanese games over here in the U.S. or at least for U.S. consoles, even though they're based out of England. And one of the games is called Cotton Reboot. It's mm. a not a shoot 'em up, as they call it, a cute 'em up. C U T E. Uh, it's very you're cute. Cotton balls. I kind of, kind of. It's very cute, you know, whimsical mm -hmm. and everything. But it's supposed to be phenomenal. Okay. And. I like every Tuesday. I don't know why I do this, but every Tuesday, I always go on to the Nintendo Switch and I always go to the market, uh, the eShop, and I go like to coming soon just to see what's coming out down the road. Okay. Um, and I saw that they're releasing Cotton Reboot, the exact same game I would have gotten physically. They're doing a digital copy, and one of the uh, the Darius Burst, which is part of the um the Darius series, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh. uh ex something or other extended is also being released digitally i'm like hmm because i'm paying euros for the physical copy right and this is going to be us dollars for the digital the darius burst game is a little different than the one i'm going to be getting for the physical copy so i left that alone but the cotton reboot it was going to be the exact same thing whether i get it from the eShop or i get it from strictly limited so i'm like you know what i paid 40 euros for the physical copy plus okay. shipping and I can pay $40, U.S. dollars, for the digital copy. So I went ahead and emailed Strictly Limited. I'm like, hey, can you please cancel my order? And they are very easy to cancel orders. A lot of the websites, for some reason, once they get your money, they don't want to give it up. So they were very kind enough. I was able to cancel the physical copy. And when it comes out in a couple weeks or in a month or so, mm -hmm. I'll pick up a Cotton Reboot. But, you know, where, where do you draw the fine line of saving money versus physical? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends because if the difference isn't that much, I don't think it, I think it's fine to spend the extra couple of bucks. If it's a significant amount that I would just say, like, stick you know stick to digital <laughs> fair enough yeah but I'm again like i'm i'm also more of the more of the mind of like buying the physical retro games that i used you know oh yeah car. no the, well technically this game's kind of retro you know, it, it came is, out of the 90s true. so okay that counts hey so, speaking of, speaking of which what at what point for you would you go out and rebuy a game that's being re-released for a modern console, even if you already own the original copy? Well, I mean, up until this point, I think, um, it first off, it depends on a couple of things. Okay. One, do I still have, do I still have the original system accessible to me to play it on? Um, in a lot of cases, the answer is yes, but... Better be, I've seen your setup. Yeah, you've seen my setup, my former setup. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, but also at the same time, it's like, I don't know um, 
it's easier obviously to play on like a newer system. So I guess it depends on whether, like how often I feel like playing it. If it's mm-hmm. a game where it's like, oh, I'm going to play this for months, I would probably buy it on a newer system mm-hmm. as opposed to playing it on the older one. Um, there's that. And then there is, is it a remaster? Like, did they update it? I would love to see like an update to certain games. Um, like perfect example was like um, when I rebought um, Night Trap from Limited Night Run Trap. Games. Boo. You know, great, great website, Limited Run Games. They you know, sent me Night Trap. Um, and Night Trap was the one that set me off too. Yes, it was. I know that's why I bring it up, but <laughs> a lot easier for me to play it on my PS, PS4, now PS5, um, PS4, um, than my Sega CD or JVC XI because my Sega CD doesn't work. Um, Jack, Paging Jack, Paging Jack, <laughs> fix my Sega CD. Um, but <laughs> have I tried what? The JVC XI. Oh, yeah. It works great. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's awesome. Um but yeah, so I think it's like a combination of things. It's also like, um, and again, it's also like ease of access. So perfect example, like for the Switch, mm-hmm. you know, when I travel, obviously, that's the system I take with me. So if there's something retro re-released that I want to play, um, I'll get it on the Switch so I can take it with me. So, you know, there, there are a number of factors that I weigh in. I don't just run and buy a digital copy just because it's a re-release. So do you factor in a game that you played multiplayer um, with a uh, possible psychotic roommate where you get to the end of it and it just gives you the payoff is nothing? Is it worth to rebuy that game? Uh, It would definitely be worth rebuying it if I got to play through it with him again. Yes. (laughs) I might have to purchase it for him then. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. Um, Play through it again with him and live stream the entire experience. Oh, can you imagine? Yes. Good Lord. Boulder's Gate is Dark Alliance is being re-released uh, for modern consoles. That's what yes. we're getting at because uh, Anthony played it uh, with Frank, who's been on the show before. Frank, co-host of the Better Half podcast. Yep. And you guys, what what happened? You guys got to the end. I never we, beat we, it. We, we played it on our GameCube. Mm-hmm. We get all the way to the end. And then a black screen comes up and just says, like, to be continued. <laughs> or something like that. Here's where exactly to buy Dark Alliance 2. <laughs> <laughs> right, and this was before. This was obviously before Dark Alliance Two even came out, mm-hmm. and the two of us just stared at the screen, <laughs> and then all I heard next to me were the expletives. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well drop them now. We already have. Uh, but <laughs> I can well, that was your that was your fault. You, you set me off <laughs> with with your game that you need to return. So <laughs> stop it. Here come the curse words. <laughs> Um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance uh, was actually supposed to already be re-released uh, for modern consoles. Apparently, it's supposed to be in 4K on mm. the Xbox and the PS5. Yep. I uh, Of course, Nintendo is going to be Nintendo Switch. Um, I, I, this is definitely a game I know I have, I think, on the PS2. I've actually re-bought this even back then, I think, mm-hmm. when I stopped playing my GameCube. No, I might have sold it back off for the GameCube. And then repurchase it for the PS2. I believe I did the same. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember trading in the GameCube one based off of our experience. So. <laughs> I'm done and like, I never want to see this not again. To mention, I don't think it was allowed to stay in the apartment anymore because I think Frank, <laughs> I think Frank would have literally destroyed it. Um, so I just traded it in for what I can get. But now I have Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 yes, I, yep, on, yeah. um, on my uh, PS2. And now be careful because there is separate Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 than is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance 2. And yeah, I had, I had Baldur's Gate, the original one, on my PC, mm-hmm. actually. I think it played a little differently than Dark Alliance. It, well, it, it was a little different. Um, well, obviously, it was different controlling it with the mouse and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely a little, little different. And I know they're releasing a brand new game, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, which is yes. like an over-the-shoulder third-party, uh, third-party, third-person uh, view, unlike... Dark Alliance. Yes, which I'm actually very curious about as well. So I want to check that out. Uh, Dark Alliance, though, when it gets, hopefully it'll get released soon. I don't know if there's a date necessarily set for it. Like I said, it was supposed to already drop. Mm. Uh, but another game that I definitely, I think, will pick up, because that that game started my love for that style of just hack and slash 
mm-hmm. which you know ended up and I don't remember which came out first Diablo or Dark Alliance someone right. will yell at me about that but that's how I kind of fell in love with with Diablo 2 how I absolutely fell in love with Diablo 3 and looking forward to Diablo 4 but to have Dark Alliance again in the collection and to get it jacked up to 4K I, I hate mm-hmm. to say it my switch is not, not because I don't love the switch anymore it's just kind of going to the wayside now that I have the Series X. I don't have the PS5 yet, but because I have the Series X and this gorgeous new television, I love it, um, at 120 refresh rate. It's a family show. The, uh, you ruined that already. Hey, the ref- you can bleep out what I did. <laughs> uh, the Xbox Series X, just everything looks so beautiful on that TV. I'm starting now to lean, even though I know you have your PlayStation, but I, I'm leaning back to Xbox for a little while, probably until I get my hands on a PS5. Then well, maybe I'll bounce back. Well, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people are leaning towards the Xbox right now because I'll be honest, the PS5 haven't really put out a lot of games. Exclusive. Not really a lot of exclusive PS5 games. Yeah. So And you can kind of say the same for the Series X, but I feel like the Series X is just kind of treating it a little differently than the PS5, than PlayStation is with the upgrade. Because they weren't yeah. really... I mean, they're upgrades, but they're not... I guess they're considered next gen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because the Series X is just a Xbox One X on steroids. Yeah, basically. So, and it's heavy. Well, there's also rumors for the PS5 that uh, they're going to be releasing a new version of the PS5 console. So hang out for a little bit. Well, good, because they're already announcing new colors for their controllers, yet I still cannot get my hands on a console. So yeah. I don't know why they're out of order on that. Well, they said that and like. they also said that consoles are probably going to be short going all the way into next year. So. Fantastical. Yeah. So. so I'm glad I got mine at launch. And now my PS4 is just a glorified uh, HBO Max uh, streaming. You device. know, well, <laughs> that's better than my uh, that's better than my Xbox One, which has been a paperweight for about two and a half years. <laughs> the Series X is like 37 pounds. It's crazy. Uh, well, dude, trust me, the, P- the PS5 isn't light either. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Not about to mention those... that, it, you know, it looks like a giant router. So. <laughs> it does, right? It does. When you stand it up, it's just a giant router. <laughs> awesome. So a lot of cool re-releases coming out. Uh, one more thing I want to mention real quick before we get to We actually have an anniversary this week. And I don't know if you saw this, but we talked about this before. It's the 25th anniversary this year of uh, Tomb Raider. Yes. And if you go to Square Enix... And I promise game, to go back and finish Tomb Raider 2 so I can un... So I can take the wrapper off of my still, Tomb Raider 3. I can't believe you still have it sealed. And I believe you, too. I refuse to play it until I finish 2. <laughs> I felt like that with Kingdom Hearts 2, and then I just started playing 3. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts 2 yet because I can't get through Chain of Memories, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, you're doing it in full order. That's your problem. Yes, you should do it in release order. Well, no, because if I wanted to do it in full order, shouldn't I have to play like .02 first or some garbage <laughs> like that? I don't know probably. which one that is. Probably. Who knows? Oh, man. So there's a wonderful blog up over at the Square Enix website about Tomb Raider. Some great um, stories. They're doing all the games in chronological order. Um, some great things to download, crossword puzzles, uh, art, all this stuff. But what I really saw that was very interesting, and Ant, I think you're going to want to download this, because also because I think you got a really good printer. It will make sense for you. They For Tomb Raiders 1, 2, and 3 on the PlayStation, you can mm-hmm. download reimagined box art Ooh. for the systems. I mean, for the games. So I'm just gonna. So is it with um, Angelina Jolie on the cover, or um, oh, what's her name? Yes, oh, the other one. The other, or the other one. I, I prefer the other one. I can't remember her name. Alexandra. Something. I don't. I, the movie something, was good. Something. I enjoyed the movie. I'm just not okay. an Angelina Jolie fan. I'm not saying she's terrible. Uh, no, no, no. I'm t- no, I'm talking about the new person. No, I, I know. Can't remember her name? I know. I'm trying oh, to look okay. it up now. Uh, and I just sent you a, a link to the blog here, which is for Tomb Raider three. And if you want to find the other two. Yeah covers just you can backtrack it from there yeah. uh but uh, these covers look really really cool i don't know if uh, we'll be able to post them up here to show uh but they're very just well, straightforward and um I'm, i plan on printing them out and and uh redoing my jewel cases cool yeah link's very excited about it <laughs> where is he i'm not looking he just came. 
He just came right up. To oh me. God, there. Good. <laughs> is this is a new thing now. Is this, this is, is this new, new even is, off camera? Yeah, off camera. This is our quality time now. I sling him over my shoulder like a sack he's of just, potatoes. Just asleep. He just falls asleep like that. Yeah, he's just he's just up there. He's Please tell me he falls asleep like that at buddy. night. No, he does not. Hey, buddy. He's <laughs> like he's like. Can you shut up so I can go to sleep? Yeah, he's like, you know what? He's like, hang up on your friend. Let me sleep on your damn friggin' shoulder and be done with it. Alicia Vikander. Thank you. I knew it was an A. Movie. Yeah, I remember her in something else too, but whatever. Look anyway. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah. these box arts are pretty cool. All right, I'll definitely take a look at it and I'll see if I, yeah, I'll pop them up in here. Maybe. Yeah, I like the Tomb Raider 2 one. If you there click the Tomb Raider buddy. 2 one, it's very... Oh, no, not the wire. Very... <laughs> Very you're gonna trip <laughs> and we, we don't need a cat dying on this episode please no no we almost had a cat vomiting on the last now we just <laughs> missed it too that would have been phenomenal just in the background you know uh, whatever uh, we, <laughs> we can hope it'll happen one day um, <laughs> keep it up maybe one of us will uh well you know what with the well you before me i'm pretty sure <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's anniversary, shall we? Uh, sure, go for it. Why not? <coughs> oh, excuse Lou, me. Do you know that I have a second one? Oh, do you? I didn't know that. I do. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll touch on this one first. Um, Please. Because we have it up and running in front of us. 15 years ago, almost, actually to the day that we're recording this, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Uh, and in one of the rare situations where the game was actually released here in North America first, yep, before even Japan, we're talking about for the Nintendo DS new Super Mario Brothers. Yes. So the game was released May 15th, 2006 in North America, 10 days later in Japan, uh, Australia, Europe got it in June, respectively. 30 million copies of this game were sold worldwide, making it the best-selling game on DS. One of the best-selling games, period. And you have to put yourself in the shoes of a DS player in 2006. New Super Mario Brothers is a traditional side-scrolling Mario game. Mm -hmm. And to think about it like this, at that point, when this game came out, it was the first traditional side-scrolling Mario game since Super Mario World. Wow. Like, not even counting, like, the Yoshi games or anything, because that more featured Yoshi. So this was, I mean, what, 91 to 06? So a game, and don't get me wrong, Super Mario 64, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Sunshine was great. But we were itching for a side scroll, and we got it, and this game hit on every level. Literally. Yeah, I have to take your word for it. I never played it. I know. Uh, but, oh, you can... Um, can you? Can I you? Think, I think you can download console? it on the Wii U. Um, I know... Oh, okay. My Wii U is packed up, but when I unpack it... The uh, new Super Mario Brothers 2, I think, is definitely available on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can download this. Uh, I mean, the game is a traditional Mario game. There's really nothing to it. You know, copy and paste. Yeah. But it's been a... It, it's a... A, a genre and a, a formula, I should say, that has worked since day one. So no harm, no foul. The game just, there's really nothing much to talk about as far as the gameplay because it is a traditional Mario game. Uh, there are new power-ups, uh, which were introduced in this game that were used definitely later on. Like, for example, the uh, giant mushroom that made you grow very tall. Oh, yes. And basically just let you plow through literally everything in front of you, pipes included. What was that? Was that the T-Rex? I thought I heard a T-Rex behind you. Uh, Maybe they thought I turned on Flight Simulator. (laughs) They also have mini mushrooms that cause you to shrink. Mm -hmm. And what happened was there were actually some branching... uh, Like branching goals to get to. Because if you just went straight through the game... You actually did not hit every world. At some points, you had to shrink yourself, become mini, to find the alternate paths that yes. would eventually unlock different worlds. Yeah, and that's kind of the well, that's always the genius stuff about Mario games because they always find ways to take what's already existing and works, just reinvent it a bit. Um, and then it's just a whole new experience. 
No, yeah, David. And again, you know what what worked in the past with just fine little tweaks. Uh, what was great about you playing it on the DS, uh, the top screen was the gameplay, mm-hmm. and then the touch screen itself really didn't lend too much um, into the game, especially at a time when the DS came out like everything. To obviously, because they want to take advantage of the system, everything took advantage of the touch screen. But in this game, really, that that second screen, uh, for some reason, gave you a map, which I never really understood. It really just told you how far you were from the goal. Uh, it told you, uh, it kept track of the, uh, remember the uh, the Yoshi coins in Super yes. Mario World? Well, mm-hmm. here they were just star coins, uh, okay. three per level, so it kept track of those. But it also kept the kind of like in Super Mario World when you already had a, a power up and you got another power up, it stored it. Oh, okay. And it just stored it to the bottom. So you can just, you know, even like when playing with your thumb, just hit that screen and then, you know, the actual power up comes through. Always uh, helpful. There were six power ups in total in the game. You got your traditional Super Mushroom, Fire Flower, and Star. The other ones, like I mentioned, were the uh, large, the Mega Mushroom, as they called it. Mm-hmm. The mini mushroom and stolen straight out of uh, Mario Kart, a blue shell. Ooh. So it actually, uh, oh, if I remember it correctly, I think it kind of it made you look like um, like when you were the, the Hammer Brothers in Super oh, Mario yes. 3. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, yeah. So again, like I said, there's really nothing to it to, to explain. Um, it's one of those games where just play it. You're going to love it. And at the time... Again, at the time, it was so refreshing to see this type of Mario game come back. Uh, even kind of like today, I'm still, you know, we got Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which was just a re-release of Super Mario Brothers on Wii U. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. That I'm still kind of hoping for a brand new, and Super Mario Maker kind of did it, but like a brand new side-scrolling Mario game. But like I said, when this came out, it hit on every level. It was nines and tens across the boards. This game, everybody loved. Uh, there really wasn't there really wasn't anything bad to say about it. And it did kickstart though what we got with New Super Mario Brothers two mm. on the DS, actually more on 3DS, uh, and then uh, the games on the Wii and the Wii U. So it brought back a genre uh, that was gravely, gravely missed. Okay. Well, it sounds like it definitely sounds like a Mario game I should play. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on the Virtual Console. Oh, you know what? Maybe not, because I don't see it listed. Well, so maybe this we, for all we know, it could have been on for the 35th anniversary, and they pulled it. No, not that. I definitely don't remember seeing for that one. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean that's the thing with the like all like we've talked about this a million times. Like I never played handhelds. Mm-hmm. Now all these handhelds are available on Virtual Console. These handheld games, so I can go back and pick them up. Yeah, this is definitely one that you want to play. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, 15 years. Happy birthday. New Super Mario Brothers. Very, very cool. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. And then I have a quick one to throw out there. And it's only because I think we may have missed it in February, where it officially (laughs) celebrated its release in Japan. Mm -hmm. But it was released in North America last week, I believe. Um, But we are at the 20th retro birthday for uh legend of zelda oracle of ages and seasons wow really that long yeah it makes sense 2001 yeah Yeah, 20 years of ages and season and i've started ages and haven't completed it yet and i have seasons also that i want to play so and i will say to your point like that's the perfect example you know based on what you said about the new super mario where it's like handheld games i did not play that I'm actually enjoying like ages when I was playing it last year, I was having a blast. I took a break from it mm-hmm. um, and haven't been back in a while, but I'm looking forward to going back and finishing it and then seeing how it affects seasons when I pick that up as well. So, but uh, yeah, 20 years of that game. Yeah. I had uh, both games actually. Yeah. Cause it came out together kind of like a, uh, like a Pokemon. Like Pokemon. Game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Capcom uh, was in charge of uh, uh, doing those games and they did a wonderful job. Capcom really can't go wrong with, and I remember I picked up Seasons. I know you started Ages. I started Seasons. God knows I never finished it. Uh, I did eventually pick up Ages on the 3DS virtual console. So I have mm-hmm. one physical copy, one digital copy. Uh, and that's Of just... course you have them that way. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, well, there was no digital copy back then. And with, uh, with the games, 
yeah, that's one that you know Zelda. Like I got, I got to figure out next time how long it takes me where I stop playing the game, where I go, you know what? Let me just erase my save and, and let me just start all game. over again. No. I do that. I do. I do that every once in a while, um, but in most cases, I try and pick up where I left off um, because I just feel like I've already made it a certain way through. I'll figure it out from there. It's fine. I kind of do it sometimes just to just to get enthralled into the story. Because then yeah, I forget what's too. going on. You forget the story part. Yeah. No, that's understandable too. But uh, hey, you know, happy birthday. Definitely uh, two great Zelda games. Yes. Uh, and I believe maybe the last Zelda games on the Game Boy Color before Color. it went to Game Boy Advance. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at 2001. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. No, because then Minish Cap came out, which was awesome. But that came out on Game Boy Advance. Okay. Fair um, enough. Cool. Cool. Very, very good. All right. So a couple of wonderful birthdays, North American yep. birthdays. And I think we'll start to get ready to wrap it up. You have some news? Uh, Yeah, I got some quick news bits, um, some fun stuff. What do we got? Um, One thing that I just recently found, which I think is really cool, um, is uh, we all know and love the PlayStation 1, right? Which is one of the best consoles ever. Absolutely. Um, But a retro gamer has built... A working Lego PS1 console. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean a working Lego PS1? It is a P. It is a. He took basically the motherboard and the yeah. piece from the P, PS1, and then he basically built <laughs> a Lego con. The Lego version of its the console. That's a mod. It. Holy cow! You want to talk about a mod? It <laughs> looks hysterical. Does it? Um, it's it's just awesome because I'm looking at it and I'm like. Oh, that's really funny. It doesn't have the top on it. You just put the disc in, but it's basically surrounded oh, by that. Okay. Yeah, it's maybe it does have a top. I don't know. I haven't looked all the way through this. It's just really, maybe it just snapped really... off. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it did. It does have a tendency. No, to that's do that. that's actually really cool. It's kind of like along uh, the kin of uh, you ever see like when people make um, the the glass housing units. Yes. For systems. Yep. So yeah, so apparently this retro gamer bought this PS One at a local like sale mm-hmm. you know uh like a garage sale something like that for one euro oh wow well they're dirt cheap over there um and he i guess it was i guess the console itself was in bad shape mm-hmm. so he basically cleaned it out saved the motherboard and the, and the other pieces that worked and then he just put built the legos around it um, i wonder if he can build a lego kit for the virtual boy I still have it over there. No, I think there is. Some, I think those are uh, some. Some things are beyond repair. Um, that would be one of them. I still take pride in that. So yeah, so that was the really cool thing to see uh, a Lego PS1 console. Okay, uh, a couple other things. Uh, one, rumors are coming out because Sega Second. is celebrating their anniversary coming up. They have a lot of anniversaries. Yeah, they have a lot of anniversaries coming up. Um, I know Sonic's 30th is coming. Yes. But um, they're talking about bringing back some classic games. And when I say classic, we're talking Virtual Fighter. Oh, wow. Panzer Dragoon. Ooh. And a game that also turned, uh, well, no, it's not. It's 22 years old now because of Arcade. Uh, Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. That's 22. It's the, yeah, it came out in 99 Jeez. in the arcade. So, um, and then on the Dreamcast in 2000. Yeah. Um, but apparently somebody saw in a presentation at Sega that their new five-year plan included those titles. Hmm. So it's very possible that we may be seeing some new games in those genre, in those um, franchises. That'd be cool. I know they released or re-released Panzer Dragoon recently. Yes, I have it. It's like one of the. And few by games. the way, and then by the way, Panzer Dragoon Saga for Saturn. Mm-hmm. What is the price? The, the prices for that game? I can't. Like four grand. Wow. Sealed? No, not even sealed. Just sealed. a com, just a complete copy. Good lord! Like it's crazy. Yeah, the Saturn is an expensive system to. Yeah. To... Um. So yeah. So um. Some stuff coming out there. Another yeah. rumor from mm-hmm. Sega. Um, and again, uh, Sonic is turning 30 next month, I believe, sometime oh. in June. Um, so there is a rumor that Sega is going to be kind of doing something like what Nintendo did with Mario's 35th. Oh, my God. Imagine uh, that they're talking. They- well, they're going to make some announcements and things like yeah. that. Um, Probably don't know E3. exactly what's going on. 
it probably a D3. Um, but there is a rumor going around um, that they are going to be releasing Sonic 3 and Knuckles in a new Sonic collection. Hmm. And it may include a remaster. So wow. that could be really interesting. Yeah, they don't, they never really like all these like Sega Genesis collections that they do. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember seeing Sonic and Knuckles attached to them. No, not really. And even Sonic um, 3 to a point. And I wonder if Sonic 3 has trouble a lot of times with re-releases because of the music. Because there was a certain someone who uh, did the yeah, music that wasn't credited. Yeah, though. but you, ju you just changed the music, you know? I guess. But again, but also, that, that, that was the issue with 3. There were a lot yeah. of legal issues surrounding, <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Jackson composing yeah. the music for Sonic 3, so... Yeah. Uh, right. But we'll see. But there's a rumor that we may be getting it, so we'll see what happens. That'd be cool. Get like a, you know, Sonic Adventure one and two, you know, in a in yeah. a in a thing. Oh, man, and who knows? Cool. It may be it may be released as like you know Sonic three and Bubbles <laughs> instead of Knuckles. Yes, there, you there you go. How about that? Oh, poor Bubbles. <laughs> uh, he might be dead. Uh, movie guys. <laughs> All right, cool. Maybe it'll come out uh, with the sequel, the movie sequel. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, speaking of movie sequels, oh, um, Detective Pikachu, uh, the sequel wrapped production. Did it really? I didn't even know they were doing it. Yeah, it's already wow. wrapped. It's in the can. It's ready. It's ready to get edited. How are they going to yeah. do that? I wonder. Um, the same way they make any movie. No, I meant the story. <laughs> <laughs> see it's... what hap What happens, Larry? <laughs> what is happened? that? Do you what need? Do you need me to walk you through movie production? <laughs> I've seen a production. Uh, I've been in meetings. Thank you. All right. Well, good for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, in other Pokemon related news, and I just okay. thought this, that this is a humorous thing to bring up. <laughs> so Target, the store, we know Target, right? Yes. Target. Okay. There's always this section in Target where you can go and buy trading cards, baseball, oh, basketball, yeah, I read about football, this. Yes. Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So Target recently now has decided or have announced that they are temporarily suspending trading card sales in their stores moving forward. Nope. They, now they're saying temporarily. You can still buy them on their website, but you cannot go to the stores to purchase them. And why is that, you might wonder? Because it's a maniac. Because trading cards have become like this huge thing all of a sudden. Like everybody is just running and running and running for to purchase trading cards. Um, and it's also because the value of trading cards have skyrocketed in the last couple of years for some mm -hmm. odd reason. Like there was the original Charizard card from the first Pokemon set that sold for like $400,000. Yep. Uh, trading card, that world is wild. Yeah, it's absolutely yep. wild. So apparently... And this wasn't related to Pokemon cards, but I think it was related to like some type of baseball card or something. Or football, but, maybe. Something yeah, one of the or, sports, yeah. Yeah, one of the sports cards. But a guy was walking into the parking lot with the cards he purchased, and he basically got jumped by four other people or something, like, by, by a bunch of other people fighting him over these trading cards. Oh, I Not exactly sure. Okay. What did you hear? I heard uh, Target employees were threatened. Their lives were threatened, saying like, you know, like either there was someone was stealing cards or demanding to buy car or something like that. I just, no. it was just getting crazy. Yeah, it was getting line. crazy. But this was one where here, here it is. I'm reading this. Okay. Uh, a 35 year old man was assaulted by four men aged between 23 to 35 <laughs> over the trading cards. <laughs> he had to pull out a gun to defend himself. Oh, maybe that's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. No, no shots were fired. Okay. Um, and the attackers fled, but still like it has gotten to that point. So now target has decided and they have announced um, that target is no longer selling Pokemon cards in stores to ensure the safety of our guests and team members. <laughs> Magic, though. Magic cards are still being sold. Magic cards are still <laughs> sitting on the shelf because nobody cares about magic, oh, apparently. Poor magic. But, yeah, so this is affecting MLB, NFL, and Pokemon yes. cards as of May 14th. Insane. Yeah, just frightening. I mean, although GameStop may still have Pokemon cards, so you can go battle each other there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Give me those cards. What do you got? All of a sudden, like a, like a Pokemon trading card game breaks out, but like a, yeah, exactly, like, like a really physical one. It's like, oh, 
If you want these, you're going to have to play for them. <laughs> Some guy gets bonked in the head. <laughs> no, ta- a table just appears between them magically, and <laughs> off you go. <laughs> Someone gets bonked in the head with a plastic Pokeball. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, so for all you awesome. Target shoppers out there, no more trading cards for you. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on Shame. you. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> All righty. That's all that's I got a, for news. That's all you got? All righty. And that's enough. We, we, end up, we, end, we end on a battle. <laughs> I, th- I think so. As usual, end on, end on a high note. Exactly. End on violence. Yes, that too. So, all right. We'll wrap this one up then. Um, cool. kind of, like I said, a lot of this was leftovers from last week that we meant to get to. Um, yes. But just didn't because we were having so much fun last week. Yep. Oh, one last thing to announce, Uh-oh. of course. And I know we haven't. neither of us have watched it yet. Oh, yeah. Castlevania Season 4. Dropped as of May 14th, I believe. Yesterday, yeah. Oh, yeah. From the recording. Yes. So, um, Castlevania's out there for everybody to watch, see how the series ends. Larry, I know you'll be watching. I'll be watching. So, yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to it. At some point in the next couple of weeks, we'll uh, we'll throw a review up on our episode. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. And speaking of which, and where can they find us? You guys can find us at <laughs> facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on Instagram at retro gamers podcast on Twitter at retro gamers pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts or you can watch us on YouTube and IGTV. Yes. You can and also email us at email at the retro gamers.com. Dot com. Very good. And thank you very much. Uh, awesome. Uh, the pleasure was all yours. Week. Yes, it usually is. I feel like it, it always is. is. And of That's course, how I'm this gonna, works. I'm gonna leave That's you how on. I keep doing the show. I'm going to leave you on this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be happy when I break into your house. Because <laughs> not, 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 not only will I fix that game for you, I'll also fix some of those pop vinyls behind you. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even touch any of them. What's wrong with them? Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's exactly. Enough said. Major look. Nothing wrong with Major look. Oh, gosh damn it. All right, folks. We'll be live from my apartment next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>